We are now live. That's right. This is a live stream. This, what's that? No, it's not a live stream, oh, so people, oh. but we're live recording. That's oh, what I'm saying. So people can't but, join. People, I mean, people can join. Ken says right here in the room. He could join us if he wanted to. I don't want I want to be as elite as possible. Elite. Be an elite gatekeeper. Exactly. Ken say, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm yeah. joking, dude. Yeah, part three is not right I'm now. I'm all in the house that yeah. he pays rent in. I have no <laughs> standing whatsoever. Uh, I, I do not yeah. have... It's okay. He is of... slinking back in the kitchen. I can't see him. But yeah. this is a great way to start off. Pancreation Philosophy episode twenty six. Oh my god! Yeah. When's the last time I was on it? You, I think last episode you were on was with uh, Fernando, right? And that uh, so was that episode... was episode twenty. Okay, so it's not it's not six. it's not it's not that long. You didn't leave me yeah. in the dust. No, no. But what we do have now is we have this brand new microphone. This is what's yeah. uh, what was not when you were last here so have you used this for the last couple of I've used days? this let's see I've used this since um, about a third I think this is the third episode I've used it so I've for used Gabe it and yeah for Gabe and Jay and then Kensei and then yeah that was, yeah so now yep episode. Jay's <laughs> seems his ones this this is the second is it the first one he did that'd be his first no no no, no. so uh, Jay and Gabe were was the second one okay for each but the other. one Jay did by himself Self, yeah got a ton of hit did, did. by ton I mean like six but but, but six you, but because of it's because of Jay's profile or picture yeah like yeah. what's this guy talking Look, about looking like young little Yachty <laughs> <laughs> young little Chief Keith Yachty <laughs> yeah Lil Zan Lil Zan oh. all the littles combined starting it yep. And then, uh, well, anyway, I guess we don't need to introduce ourselves. I mean, we know I'm who Scott we are. McDonald, one of the original. That is Scott McDonald members. Goddamn right. Of pancreation philosophy. philosophy. And I put the philosophy in pancreation. Yeah, <laughs> smashed it there. And I'm Potrolo Cruz. And yes, so the date is January 6, mm-hmm. 2019. I believe it's the first, yeah, first one of the new year. Oh, oh shit. Oh, dang. Actually, wait, I can't say it, but it doesn't matter that much. The first <laughs> actual episode of yes. New Year, and what a year. Well, the, I'm just looking back at how we started this. I, I just saw our first, or uh, I listened to our first episode again. <laughs> we, was that when you pulled out, like, the science of MMA book? And was that one? <laughs> or was it when we were watching? No, we went over, we did five predictions. We did five we? predictions, and then we had this, like, random, it was like a random Ukrainian guy. Yeah. I remember we were picking him. I was like, yeah, this guy, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's the next to go. Yeah. And was he, or? I can't remember. I don't think he was. I, I, I think it was, like, back when, it was when... I think that was when Volkov fought for Doom or something. Or it might have been even before right. that. But yeah. I do not Wait, know how Doom, accurate we were. Verdum didn't win via triangle? No, he didn't. He got, he got knocked out bad. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> no. But yeah. Uh, let's see. What What is there to talk? Well, I guess nothing's happened in MMA world since we last. Since yeah, we last dude. Time. Let's see. What do you mean? Connor lost? Yeah. Connor, Connor lost. lost to Khabib. Yes. That's huge. There was a huge post-fight brawl. Oh, wait, what? A brawl? Yeah. You I tell mean, me fighters about, want to fight? Yeah. We could talk about the philosophical implications. Actually, just yeah. real implications real. Of, of running your mouth. Of running your mouth? We could talk about that. Um, John Jones is light heavyweight champion. And just keeps popping. <laughs> and then that's something we can unpack too because that yeah. is... I didn't know what a picogram was. I don't even know how USADA does like their... 
they're testing. I, I, Looking I know they do like right cotton now. swabs, I think, urinalysis, probably blood draws. and Yeah. But from what I understand with the whole picogram thing is that it's such a minuscule amount, a trace I have, amount. Yes, I have the amount right here. So uh, like a, a picogram bit. is one trillionth of a gram. These motherfuckers need to, like, that is yeah. scary that they One trillionth that. of a gram. So that is, yeah, so it's, it's a 10 with <laughs> 12 <laughs> decimal points. He's it's literally like, looking yeah, at it right now. Yeah, it's, it's, so to put perspective, a nanogram seems small, right? Right. A nanogram. A picogram is less than a nanogram. It's a na- uh, so a picogram is one thousandth. Of a nanogram. So if you took a nanogram and you split it a thousand times. If you took a gram of salt and you chopped it up a billion times. A billion times. Just like yeah. I was chopping up the coke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you gotta know, guys. I, I do a lot of coke. But, yeah, so it's scary that the testing is that accurate that it mm-hmm. can read that amount in your system. Mm-hmm. And then and it even... They, they, I think somewhere along the lines they said he was up, he was jumping from like forty to sixty picograms, and even that is like yeah. nothing. So the only thing you, I can conceive of, and I may be off base here, is it's like the real question is, was he using PEDs during his suspension time, mm-hmm. right? And did that affect what we see now? I guess that's a and yeah. what do you really consider cheating? Do you consider using a PED? Because obviously he wasn't using PEDs during training camp for this fight. Because it's such but a minuscule, pre- it's such a minuscule amount as well. Mm. So like, what what would the effects be? And also being, I mean, how how effective that that is. But also how um, I mean, I mean the way I saw the fight. Well, not not just the fight itself, but just how. Jones is mm-hmm. I you can't you can't say that his success is just because of the P of, of the PEDs I think what is more uh, what is more present is just the fact that how the yeah. UFC is willing to bend no like, but the thing for, is, for is yeah. the PEDs yeah. does doesn't change how skillful he is no it doesn't change how tall he is no and how he for me which is the main thing he beats that, Alexander yeah. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. And he had a clean, focused yeah. camp. Yeah. Skill-wise, I love John Jones. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. not really a big fan. No. Right? And, yeah. I mean, that opens the door for a whole lot of other conversations. But let's stay on track. Yeah. So we had yeah. Khabib, Connor Fiasco. We had... Now we have Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes, dethroning Cyborg. Dethroning Cyborg. Was yeah. there anything... Oh, We had Max we, Holloway. Max Ortega. Holloway. Yeah. Smashed Ortega. DJ. Yeah. Moved to... Moving to 1FC. To 1FC. Well, we talked about that. We did Money Bags. <laughs> Money Bags Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And He's then, uh, well, speaking in. of which, yeah, 1FC now has a TV deal with TNT. So, yeah. So, and they're showing their first card... January nineteenth. That, that's that's a goal. Yeah. That's a great business goal. Come yeah. and penetrate the market here. Why does yeah. it have to be sexual innuendo with markets? <laughs> <laughs> Just make swing up to the American markets. market. Just going in. Be the side chick <laughs> yeah. for the American fans. <laughs> yeah. One uh, FC side chick may start coming up and being the main fucking squeeze of the American MMA fans and we all hope that that's the case it's, it's the side Asian chick regardless of what you say I've said a lot of things in the past but 
one thing to think about is the culture of one FC is vastly different than that of the UFC. Of the UFC. But it's the it's going to be the same American fan base. So we'll see how it, it plays out. And yeah. It's just kind of an interesting fuck you to... I'm just glad that there's an UFC. alternative to that. Right, well, because you, you have Bellator, 1FC. Yeah. Um, any... You have Bellator, but I feel like Bellator is is just the... Um, it's like we're retired MMA fighter. Yeah. It's like the MMA, you know, it's what MMA was 10 years ago. Who is like... Chael, Fedor. <laughs> That's... Chael? Who wants Fedor, to... Frank no, who really yeah. wants to... If you really want to go to the league for retirees or guys on their last legs, yeah. fucking Golden Boy promotions. Golden Boy promotions. Tito versus Chuck Four. Tito versus Chuck Five. Oh no, yeah, because the last one was four, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no that was three. It, it was no, yeah, that was three because they had fought twice before before okay. Chuck was over the hill. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, and what do we have coming into the new year? <laughs> we have Anderson Silva. Oh, against Israel, Israel Adesanya. Ooh. Gonna do. I don't know how to feel about that fight. Maybe we can approach it. So yeah. Well, let's we... talk about Israel Adesanya then. So yeah, let's yeah. start there, and then I guess we can kind of work backwards. Yeah. Um. He's a phenomenal striker. I guess a whole bunch of like uh, striking experience, but he's successfully transitioned to MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, he just uh, dealt with Derek Brunson. Yes. Who I thought Brunson maybe had a shot at. Um, testing gra- him, yeah. well, out grappling him. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think that he was gonna catch Adesanya, but if I remember clearly in that fight, there wasn't virtually any shots landed by Brunson and Adesanya. Just picked him apart with jabs, yeah. crosses, kicks. He he did go for takedown attempts. Brunson did. Brunson did, but he yeah. couldn't get him. Couldn't get him. Yes, right. He was denied several times, and yes. then Adesanya just picked him apart, finished him with a knee, right. No, well, re- no, no, no! Wobbled him with a knee, and then like yeah. dropped him with a jab. Dropped, yeah, dro- yeah, dropped him with like a jab, like right after a kick. If I'm yeah, yes. So I mean, his skill set's dynamic. He's good range, good reactions, striking, Who, striking selection. Yeah, too. yeah. He can, he's good anywhere. Yeah. So on the feet, how has who has Anderson fought? Uh, I can pull. I can pull up Anderson's record right here. So let's see. Anderson lost fought Derek Brunson and in February. He won by decision, but it was a if you Anderson refer- did. Yeah, Anderson did, but it was like it was a it was a fight where not a lot happened, and okay. the people you know thought that you know Anderson got away with you know just a close decision victory. Like people had it really more for Brunson, but Brunson was just really tentative, mm-hmm. and that was so that fight was February of 2017. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Adesanya and Brunson fought November 3rd. Dude, it's just let's yeah. just be real for a second. It's yeah. set up so Anderson gets starched. Yeah, that's it. Yep. You're gonna have some. It's good... it's an old lion versus the young lion, and he's gonna it's model. really old lion. Yeah. yeah, versus the young lion. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then and it's kind of cold how the UFC is running it on Anderson. They're like, "Hey, buddy, you know, you beat this guy. You get, you get a title, title shot. shot, and then he'll get a title shot against who? Whitaker? Yeah." <laughs> and so let's just say he does <laughs> he'll just go I love Anderson though man just yeah. think about it like he was mm-hmm. one of the guys when I was coming up in the mm-hmm. sport that I just 
watched and it's oh fuck mm. it's just like mendez mm-hmm. retiring right yeah mendez yeah mendez, so again, mendez was another guy i kind of looked to i mm-hmm. mean people outside of my immediate training circle obviously yeah. like i'm watching whatever dj did yeah <laughs> like, well yeah no, yeah but mendez is retired but also but mendez but with mendez i feel like uh God, it was no, but he yeah, he had his moments in that he fight. He did. He dropped for sure. him. Yeah, dropped him. Yeah, dropped him. Wobbled him. Got some takedowns. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, I was I, surprised he couldn't hold Volkanovski down. No, his gra- But I feel like his grappling in terms of control hasn't has never really been that great. Like, he only guys you up on the feet, take you down, get the points. Yeah, get, and yeah. Then, and has never been about grappling control. I mean, the only guys he held down were Condor and Condor's takedowns. Yeah, and Condor's grappling. Just like, yeah, I'll let you sit in my guard, you yeah. little bitch. Yeah, comes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, a hundred dollar bill fell out of me jocks. Hundred dollar bill fell out of me jocks. Money bags. Proper yeah. prop elbow. But um, yeah. So yeah, that's the way. But and Mendez, I mean, I think I, at least I appreciate him like realizing, oh, maybe like he gave it a good shot and then not not wanting to hang on too long. Because if you look at it, yeah. Volkanovski, I don't know age wise, but Volkanovski, Volkanovski is only thirty. But he strikes me as like the new. Guard, just yeah, like Israel in terms of skill wise, it's like the new guard. It's yeah, like these guys are the mm-hmm. you know, it's not enough to just be that kind of well rounded GSP anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have like something else, and that's what Israel has with that the pop and his striking and the youth and the mm-hmm. athleticism that's still being maintained because of his age. And then, I f- yeah, I feel like you bring a good point. I think, like, what the biggest thing the change of this new guard. I think is the striking aspect. Yeah, for sure. Who's like the, and maybe I'm missing something here, but who's like the superior, is there any superior grapplers that hold the belts right now in the UFC? Let's see. Let's take a, let's take a look. Uh, yeah, I guess Cejudo, um, well, I guess if you look at Jones or Cormier, I guess they're still mainly, I mean, but that's just, they're uh, like wrestling. What? Uh, yeah, maybe Cormier. And then Dillashaw, Dillashaw no, but Dillashaw's strikes. a striker. No, Holloway striker, Habib. <laughs> no, that's a that's yeah. a superior grappler. Yeah, Habib. that's that, that that that's a superior grappler. Uh, I mean, Woodley did get a sub. Woodley too. Yeah, got the darts. Yeah. Um, let's let me think. So we got. So I guess it's more of a mixed blend. It's a mix, but I think I think what um you have to be, but still like the striking aspect is still like. Is is still uh, is a lot has changed. I think the most right. since like in in the past, let's say like ten years or so. Mm-hmm. I think the striking aspect has really changed a lot. Like from there, like in terms of advancement. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So Anderson, Israel Adesanya should be a good one. Um, it just it sucks, man. It's like God, fucking. It's just like I don't want to see Anderson lose anymore. Yeah. I'd rather, he had his time, mm-hmm. you know. One of the greatest. It's just like just go out. But this should be his last fight. Should, be, should be, but last it, but fight. it's still like I mean, it should like Chuck Liddell should have had. Dude, BJ uh, Penn. BJ Penn. Yeah, what? BJ Penn also, but he also popped his own knee by jumping in the wrong direction for yeah. that heel hook. Yeah, but uh, but still though, it's you know we say that, but the per- the old fighter still wants to fight, and then the young fighter wants to fight. Like let's say. You know, let's say you are a young fighter and you're mm-hmm. fighting someone that you idolize, but you know, would you, in if you're in that sh- in that person's shoes, like, I mean, how else can I look at? Can you look at Al? Kill your idols. Exactly. That's 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 how it goes. Buddha on the road, kill him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and that that's I guess amongst the other brutal elements, that's another one where you do whoop your idols 
ass, really. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, I I guess I want I want to know more details, but it's the phenomenal thing would be if Anderson beats him mm-hmm. just somehow just somehow and then retires him. on top no gets the fucking title shot okay and then beats Whitaker, <laughs> and, then beats and, Whitaker and then he's done Everyone's no like, he'll be like i can still go no, like, i want john jones stop. i want john no, jones you don't want that fight you don't want that fight no one does he somehow beat the system we know he's a cheater so yeah um on to like Khabib, no, I, I guess I want to talk about Nunez. Want to talk about Nunez? Okay, so Amanda Nunez, Nunez yeah, and, uh, dethroning Cyborg in very, you know, unpredictable fashion for sure. Like, and what is? I want to kind of, I want to talk about what that, what does that do for women's MMA? Is that what another, does that do for women? Because Ronda, yeah. pioneer, yes, Hoist Gracie of the women's division, yeah, Cyborg is just. Was that Cyborg, you can say pi- pioneer. pioneer as well. But yeah. you look, the, you look at Cyborg, and there was always this just mystique about like. Mm-hmm. Even I bought into it. I was like, "There's no way Nunez can beat her." She's no, 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 no I, 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 just, I, I thought so too. It was like, "Oh, too big, like better striker." The kind of the Mike that. Tyson. Yeah. Except she got KO'd in that kickboxing match. As far as MMA goes, she was yeah. like untouched. Yeah. Right, didn't lose. Yeah. Undefeated. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Nunez comes in and, and beats her in this fashion it's just another example that can be used to just create more fascination with the the women's fighters and mm-hmm. this is w- why i say that is because the way that amanda was striking mm-hmm. is just like it's brutal right it's not like so much holly holly Holm, what she did to ronda rousey was brutal but yeah. like it's just that the power is different because mm-hmm. well, yeah, no the way she throws her strikes is different the, right yeah uh, holly beat Ronda on angles, yeah, which is very you know. It was a blind angle head kick for sure. Angle. Yeah, but you look at Amanda and it's just like that's. I'm in your grill. I'm knocking. I'm just out. gonna say that yeah. I feel like I yeah. still feel there may be some thoughts out there that women can't hit like that, and it's like well, false, false, false. She hits a dude like that. Yeah. It's not depending on weight. Honestly, man, I don't think I can hit somebody like that. No, <laughs> I, mean, like, I was like, I was like, too, yeah, yeah. No, but I just see like Amanda, just how like how her, her arms, shoulder, her arms and her shoulders. I was like, oh damn. She's like, I go yeah. to stand in the center <laughs> and trade with her. We're like, yeah, right, Amanda. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. And like Cruz said, yeah, I love him as an analyst because he's yeah. right more than he's wrong. He said she's gonna need to be the hammer and the nail. Yeah. And that's what happened in that fight. Is she ate some shots. Yeah. And then just in brutal fashion, those that oh, the the technique on that overhand right is just like. I haven't seen someone throw an overhand right like that since, like, Chuck did against, like, Guy Mesger in the old pro- Yeah. Go, <laughs> <laughs> get Yeah, I know. Against good old Guy Mesger. Good old Guy Mesger. Oh, man. Yeah, but Chuck was yeah. known to throw those slumpers like that. Yeah. And, um, so it's good to see what... Uh, it's good to no, but see f- Amanda win. And- no, but for sure, like, the, the power and... Like well, not not just I mean because you know you can have power, but mm-hmm. also the technique and the skill for sure is impressive, and yeah, just for just for for anybody, right? Yeah. You know, and but the, to do it against arguably like who was a, a heavily favored opponent and someone that was said to be a better striker or you know like and just, I just mean yeah. specifically for MMA too because we know there's female boxers out there that hit with some in brutal fashion, so yeah. I don't, 
technique. But how many though? Like I can, I, I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. How, usually it's just like a technique yeah. back and only. I say, I think of. I remember. I think her name was like Ann Wolf or something. She knocked out this like. Yeah, tall, I know, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. How much fascination does that create? That yeah. the striking's that dynamic. I know. I was like, I, I just because it was just such a visceral. Because she knocked. You, you know which one to talk about? Like the yeah, the, with the, 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 the six foot. Yeah, with the like, car. Like, yeah, yeah, boom. <laughs> yeah, it's like she just and. Just the way it's, it's just something because the way that because the woman was just so tall, yeah. It's just the you know, way when tall people you know get knocked out, they fall like a building, they go in like slumps, <laughs> like from there. Yeah, it's like when Stephen so like, Drew hey. gets knocked out, he's so like, like, Hey, <laughs> hey, that bitch got cornrows. She's like, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Cultural appropriate mother. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then, um, because I know Ann Wolf became a uh, a boxing coach, and then. Did, did you know that? And did I you didn't. know that? Uh, I think because I remember her in the corner for oh, I forgot. I believe it was uh, I forgot his first name, but I think it was a boxer. Like his last name was Kirkland, but she was just ruthless, like talking about like it was yeah. like in between, like oh you gotta go in there, you gotta take his <laughs> like take yeah, his. Yeah, she's just like custom motto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so, like, whoa. I I like I like. That the the women's division gets more attention, but does it really though? Because I feel like Amanda Nunes. Think about okay. Oh yeah, you're think, right. Markability. Think about the markability. First openly gay fighter to win a championship. Right. Uh, two first women two division weight champ. It depends on. Yeah. It depends on if the UFC is going to market her correctly. There's a lot of. I don't know. There's just a lot of promotion you could do with mm-hmm. her, but the, the UFC never, you know. I mean, they, they they've shown at least Dana has where his political affiliations lie. Make America great. No, for real. <laughs> for real. So yeah, it's not. You know, it's probably not going to be in the direction we would like to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, hats off to her. Um, it was a great showing. So backing up a little more. Um, then we have Connor and Khabib in like yeah. what? Did, did, did we talk? About, I don't think we talked about that. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's really big because of the how the hype. It's really train. big because the hype train, but also because of the amount of views. Like that's the most pay per view. Like it's not, that's the most pay per view. Oh, it was? So, yeah, it was like I think I want to look at the numbers. Yeah, here. check it out. Let's see, like UFC Connor Khabib. Let me look this up real quick. Yeah, so P view numbers yeah you see 229 yeah so it shatters the pay-per-view record i believe it's something around the number of like 2.4 million Jesus. yeah um, million bu- buys let's see mm. yeah and then uh yeah so that's that's pretty insane but then the a large amount of eyes of course on the post fight brawl as well no. Yeah, well, you know, Connor's ability to market himself is it's it's really trans it's it's on the level of like an Ali, but not with the same social significance whatsoever. Well, in terms of yeah, he's right, not, there's he's, no yeah. way it's not but, it's it's not in terms of social protest, right? Yeah. Or just like you know, he doesn't carry that same mm-hmm. way. But in terms of just like bravado, but it and, is uh, it is important. It's like a social marker of where we are as a, as a society, though. Yeah, we've, we've explored, well, we've explored yeah. that before. Yeah. I, I find something interesting, though, about Connor's approach. Okay. And what I think led, or led to the 
post-fight brawl. Okay. So you have the... We can isolate the bus situation. Okay. What's really... By isolate, you mean more like not considering... We're not going to talk about Okay, it. so we're not going to talk about the bus that, situation. We know that, okay, that happened. Yeah. That's not what... I mean, that was just, a, I think, a small marker on the conflict. Okay. What was greater, honestly, was the comments that Connor made about um, Dagestan, about Dagestanis, uh, the remarks that he made about Khabib's father mm-hmm. taking a uh, photo with the Prime Minister of Chechnya and how if he was a real man, he would have stabbed him right when he saw him and then mentions, like... Uh, you know how Dagestanis speak Russian, and you saw the press conference where he's yes. like, "How come you don't speak your own language?" And da da da, and like yeah. those, with and then mocking like Islam, and uh, Colin Parks and me talked about this, and it's like th- those are, you can say what you want. I'm all for freedom of speech. Yeah, but it's definitely a good example of like consequences for what you say, mm-hmm. because opening that Connor opening that door, criticizing the religion, talking about. Uh, ethnic conflicts which in Dagestan those are like those carry the day religion and those ethnic affiliations so when you make a statement like that people literally live and die by those statements exactly and that's what Colin brought up it's like that's they kill each other over that stuff and so it was crazy because like mid fight I don't know if you heard this like Connor oh yeah it was just a business or something like that it's just business yeah because Khabib's wailing on him with so much... But, but it's not business, too. But it's Khabib. not. And yeah. then he wins, of course. Yeah. And then there's that big brawl afterwards uh-huh. um, where Khabib jumps into the crowd and yeah. almost drop kicks. <laughs> drop kicks! Yes! <laughs> Drake's like, uh-uh. I would do this for the other man. You're just like, nah, bro. <laughs> so I, I, I just point that out to... You know, and they they made millions, both those guys. Millions. But it, it's just like what what is too far? And you know, Connor made it out okay. He got his he got swung on in the cage by that random dude yeah. who was fucked up. Yeah. But you have to. It's like why did he feel like he needed to go there, and why is why was the UFC not reining him in when they have before with other people? Remember. Miguel like, Torres. Like when's, oh, Miguel about, Torres. about about the get yeah the, the joke yeah. there yeah. or um, well it's and it's, they rarely penalize. I, I can just say that easily. Miguel Torres didn't make him that much money. That's right. that's why I think that that's what it is at the end of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. look at I mean, talking about money situation. You know where if it wasn't John Jones that mm-hmm. you know couldn't get licensed, they would just say, "Well, too bad. Looks like you're not fighting." But it is John Jones that can't get licensed. So, oh well, we gotta change. The location of the of the right, fight so card. it's how much you, yeah. you bring in. Yeah, like if it was a prelim fighter who couldn't fight. Then like, well, sucks for you. Still fighting in Vegas. Oh, what's that, John? I guess we got it. Oh my god, we'll move the entire yeah, show. move an entire show. Entire show. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's just the power of the individual. But power of the individual, and then the power of the, the power yeah. of money and greed. Yeah, yeah, money and greed, but also like, how are they gonna? What athlete is going to be able to do that? Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know. I, just, I thought it went too far. I mean, it could have, like... Luckily, it's not like Connor is this... Um, he is a bigger-than-life figure, but, I mean, he's not going to be in any of the areas where that... He'll be really, oh, with really seri- held with to serious, account... With serious for, consequences for those actions? Really yeah. held to account yeah. for what he said. and I don't know. It's just... It, it sucks that that's a, a part of the whole... 
deal, I guess. You know, I don't know. What do you think about it? Like those those personal comments and. I mean, so I understand like what he means when he says you know business. It's like it's that that's who his persona is. Mm-hmm. He's someone that's gonna go out there and 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 insult people, and then also it's a part of. I guess what of his mental gymnastics that he tries to make people do, like from there, like trying to in trying to make Habib angry, in, in terms of that. But um, I feel like there, I mean, there could still be serious consequences to this, like down the road. I mean, it's still, I mean, that happened, that fight happened, what, like in October, so you know, a few months. But yeah. still, so that's not. I mean, who knows? Like well, this he, is he this did is, it earlier with like remember when he was supposed to fight. Uh, Dosanos, and he oh, said yeah. he'll ride through the favela on horseback yeah, on a horseback, and kill yeah. every man, yeah. woman, and children not fit to live. And he's yeah. like, "Dog, you're really sounding like either like a Spanish conquistador or just a European conqueror." Like a Euro- yeah. And that's probably lost. Maybe it isn't lost on him, and that would be even more unsettling. Oh, uh, just no, I mean, the, 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 the grandiose statements like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's yeah. not. If it is lost on him and he just has no idea, that's fine. But if it isn't, that's even more fucked up because that means you're intentional. Could be. He could just be riding a huge ego trip. But I feel when you're well, especially when you're you're attacking, uh, when you're attacking a religion like that, or not just a religion, right. but a group of people who take that religion extremely seriously. I mean, th- this can just. Um, I think it's just another case of really biting off more than you can chew. You know, from there. Because that can that can have some serious like consequences down the road, like actual real life consequences. Like think of all the extremist groups like out there. So well, it, yeah. it, it, then it, we strike this weird yeah. balance between like okay, like re- religions should be criticized. Yeah, right? yeah. Should, we hold that yeah. freedom here in this country mm-hmm. of the, to be of the utmost importance, mm-hmm. the ability, freedom of press, things like that. But I would just wonder if it was like in the NFL or NBA, and one of those athletes said something. Well, they're attacking a religion like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like fine. They find Marshawn for not talking. Yeah, Let's well, do, well, it's case by case. I know. It's, yeah, it's it's a case by case, and I mean, but I could definitely see that in terms. Mm-hmm. But in terms of you know marketability wise, for sure, that would definitely get. Yeah, shut the down. UFC would never be like Conor McGregor's battle against Islam. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? I don't, yeah. I don't know though. I don't. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's him like ripping. Up, it's all this like ripping up the Quran. Like, oh my god! Oh. Like, where do you guys want to go with this? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's something interesting about uh, Khabib's um, his his clicks response. It's like I mean, that's just how tight those guys are. You know, his clicks response. Like, what do you mean the brawl? Well, just, yeah, yeah, the brawl. But I th- but I feel like that's. Uh, I mean, I, f- I feel that's common though in terms of um, in terms of fight gyms. Like, I know if I like yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like if I like if I saw someone attack you, I'm like, well, guess we're fine yeah, fighting this it, man. It is that. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> it's your it. grandma. I'm like, okay. Oh, bitch. That's his grandmother. Jesus Christ. No, but you're right. There's always like camp. Conflicts. I guess there, there yeah. just should be something noted that it's like there's that tribal, real tribal. There's a, yeah, of it's the, a real tribal like warfare like mentality. The, Dag- the Dagestani yeah. people, you know. Mm-hmm. So that aside, it's like where does Connor go? Who are his? Who does he fight? 
Who like, does he what fight? Are, who are his prospects? I've heard talks like Cowboy. Yeah, the, I mean, there's I a lot. That, yeah, right. But also, like, you know, does he need to fight? You know, from there. But I know he's made so much. Like, he's money. made so much money. It's it's up to him. He's in like a kind of a unique scenario. Right. Like from there, where now that he's not a champion, yeah, but he's still the biggest. Just yeah, the he's biggest got that seller. Champ money. Yeah, exactly. Champion. It's just like a, the money weight money. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, exactly. that's what it is. Yeah. So another thing I just thought of is so. Uh, yeah, that's all I really have been thinking about. Okay, Connor. but what else you talk? What else you thinking about? Cejudo yeah. versus Dillashaw. Uh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's the. That's the <laughs> no, that, that's that's really that's really that's really what I think. I'm, I'm like, uh, who oh, gives a fuck? no! Like, who does? Like, uh, I, I mean, they're headlining it on. I, I can pull up this card right here, but no. But seriously, like, what? Um, yeah. So Damn, Henry Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw. Uh, it's all, but honestly though, like this card. I mean, the, what it's making headlines because you know Greg Hardy is the co-main event on this are you familiar with who Greg, no, Hardy, Greg is? Hardy is so Greg Hardy is a former former NFL player oh, who had yeah. yes had counts of, of domestic violence Tim or alleged Perry. domestic violence What's yeah hey Tim we're just talking about the Greg Hardy card here <laughs> real classic I know it is oh, so anyway Scott so the reason this is significant so Greg Hardy co-main event yeah um, so he was never I, I'm not exactly sure but there's he was never actually convicted of domestic violence. So, yeah. All right, Tim. <laughs> yeah. All right, guess. Yeah. So, guest appearance by Tim Barry. Yeah. So, the man <laughs> was having a huge party at his house, got into an argument with his then girlfriend, dragged her by her hair into a room full of guns. Greg Hardy is, here, a, me... is a man who's, what, 6'6? Six, six? Like, uh, oh, yeah, so, like at six, least 6'6, six, like, six, 285 like, pounds, Jack, one of the best defensive ends in football at the time. Yeah. Threw her down and said, pick a gun, which I'm going to kill you with. And then his friends had to run in there and grab him and grab her and separate them. Mm. Uh, he got in a lot of trouble, obviously. He, I believe, he was arrested. I, I want to say he was convicted. But then on appeal, or something like that, he got yeah, let, appeals, yeah, I think he like got all away. All of a sudden, she won't testify. Yeah. And the charges got dropped. Because she backed out at the last minute. Okay, so... so he was convicted of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, Greg Hardy was guilty on two counts of domestic violence. This is an okay. article in 2014. Okay. And let's take a look right But now. she ended up mysteriously yeah. not Mysterious. wanting to testify at something. So he ended up getting... Yeah. Something got dropped. Or yeah. yeah. She got some money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Exactly. Yeah, so it was expunged from his record. Because, yeah, because she... On appeal? No, because she didn't... Yeah. Uh, let's see. Because if he's convicted, that means that a jury determined that that's what he was guilty of based on. Yeah, let's see. So he was arrested. Did it wait? Did he go to trial? Yeah, because so, yeah, yeah, he appealed the yeah, decision. Yeah, he did go to trial. Yeah, he did so, go to so trial. Point, yeah. point being, then he came back to the NFL. No one wanted to touch him. And then the Dallas Cowboys signed him. He sucked. Yeah. And he was just an asshole trying to fight guys on his team. So they just got rid of him. He's like that guy who's not getting any play at the club that just wants to yeah. fight everybody. Yeah. And so now he decided to fight MMA. Yeah. And he's a super freak of an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But what, so stupid. Yeah. What, in what weight class is he? Heavyweight. heavyweight. Oh, by a mile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so anyway, so it's... Yeah. So anyway... It's lightning. Yeah, exactly. So it's significant because also on this card <laughs> is a heavy... Is Thanks, a, 
What's is Paige Van Zandt versus Rachel Ostevich. So Rachel Ostevich, I believe, as around Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. was attacked by her then husband, uh, that forced her into the hospital. I think broke like her broke her over the bone. Yeah. yeah, a woman who just had domestic violence happen to her, and they're on and they're all, they're on the Jeez. same card. Yes. Money, money, money! <laughs> money. Well, she's very attractive. Yeah. So her and Paige Van Zandt are fighting each other. Two very attractive women. Yeah. On, on ESPN. What's that? Paige Van Zandt has a book out. I'm not going to yeah. read it. But. And she has fake tits now, too. Yeah. It's that book money. <laughs> Doesn't she have some KOs on her record? Uh, we can take a look she at her died. record. I, I mean, probably. The last time she fought, she broke her arm. She had surgery. It didn't work. She had to have another surgery. Oh, yeah. She KO'd uh, Beck Rawlings. Head kick? Yeah, yeah. by head and kick. Then in between the surgery, she became a decap. Yeah. Not sure how that so happened. she got. Well, she moved up a weight. Well, she moved up a weight class. What would you say? She's like, well, my arms fucked up, but you really want to know what I'm worried about? My tits. I, well, since I'm getting surgery so for this, like hey. at 45. Yeah. <laughs> well, since I'm getting surgery for, oh, don't make oh. her go up against Amanda Nunes. My test at surgery. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She used to date uh, Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. Oh, talk about just that makes me sad. Who I don't Paige Van Zandt. Oh, God, there's an Amanda Nunes. Like, yes! Yeah. Tell me about that! Yeah, yeah there's a video out there. Yeah. <laughs> I want somebody here about that. There's a video out there. Oh, oh man, Garbrandt. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man is... I don't know, dude. It's just... How do you deal with that mentally? You just can't beat this guy. Oh, the Garbrandt Dillashaw? Yeah, you just... Like I'm saying, like that... What does he go up to forty five? He can't hang out forty five. I feel like it's funny because Garbrandt has now become the new Uri favor of, of the division. I He's know. lost twice to the guy who's the champ. Dude, everybody <laughs> yeah. in Alpha Males except Dillashaw <laughs> became the Uri favor. That's yeah, no, because yeah, Mendez became that for one forty five, and then yeah, the, it's, the it's a shame. Dillashaw Cejudo's for 25, right? Yeah, allegedly. For the 25 title? It, it, yeah. I hope Cejudo just starches up. <laughs> <laughs> like, now what are you going to do? Yeah. Still cut me? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Then rematch? What? Rematch at 35 and Dillashaw's the champ? Yeah. After Cejudo beats him? Yeah. As DJ says, chaos. Chaos. Yeah. When in doubt, yeah. I root for chaos. chaos. Is that what yeah. he said? When, yeah. Uh, when yeah. Romero fought Whitaker. Yeah. Or Rockhold. And Romero yeah. missed weight. No, 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 no. You know, it was when Romero fought Whitaker. Whitaker, and, 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 yeah, and missed so weight the second. Won, yeah, Whitaker is still the champ, but yeah. Romero <laughs> beat him, and DJ goes chaos. Yeah, I'm going for Romero, <laughs> no matter what. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, it's it's nuts, but like, I'm so I'm curious how this whole ESPN. Deal is 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 gonna work or? Well, I what? mean, now it's you know, for a while MMA hasn't existed on the periphery. It's just gonna be interesting where you, people are watching football, da da da, and then you have the brutality of MMA, just like. But wait, brutality of MMA? Yeah. Like, talk about football, man. Yeah, people <laughs> yeah. are leaking out of their fucking skull though in the NFL. Like, well, that you can see <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis. Oh man! Constantly yeah. on a regular basis, someone just gashed. Or their arms getting on a regular, 
Oh, oh yeah, Alan Hearns' his leg. They show it. Oh my god. They showed yeah. it once. And I mean, then maybe it just fits right in. Yeah. It's that, that, that. It's just different though, dude. It, it, it is different. It's different when that's from like a tackle versus someone just kicking you right in the face. Well, see, the, <laughs> see the, the argument against it though is football is every play, all you're doing is ramming Raining into head each other yeah. repeatedly. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. I'm not saying one's, I'm just saying it's going to be interesting observe, to watch that. Are you looking at that Hurts video? No, I'm not, but like, what's <gasps> this parked underneath the light? Is I'm that sorry. just broken glass? But yeah, no, but no, I saw that. I was like, damn. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like it's, a di- it's a different type of thing, though, I think. What, the way the violence but, is packaged? But, 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 in any way, it's, uh, I'm wrong because they did that with boxing, too. So like, yeah. boxing's been on ESPN for a minute, right? Yeah. Watch that. So, uh, Scott is now looking at the Alan Hearns uh, injury from the Seahawks-Cowboys game. Watch it pop, right, when he lands on it. There's a text from Jesse P. Carroll as a cut. He needs to go back. Coach Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Crazy Jesse. Jesse. Crazy Jesse. Oh, Crazy Jesse, of course. Hey, Crazy Jesse. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to you, Crazy Jesse. He's oh. Just, so he's texting me right now. Update on Jesse Hampton. Yeah. Uh, he's Jesse, get on the podcast. Yeah, what is that going to happen? He's at the bar with yeah. the Seahawks kicker. Michael Dixon, the oh the puncher. Hunter. Wait, and why is he at the bar with the puncher? He's not with him. He's okay. just there. Okay, he's talking shit to him. Oh, okay, and he has eight people. He just asked me what I'm doing. Yeah. So I think he wants me to come down there. To the what? What? What bar? Well, I guess we can we can take this podcast on the Wait, road. He's about but... to get a bar fight. Oh my god. Could you could you imagine how it's much like, Jesse? Do you at, at least they have the with your time no. to argue with. Yeah, at, at least ballers. at least you know they're out of the uh, out of the season. Could you imagine how much heat Jesse could get if he knocked out the Seahawks kicker <laughs> <laughs> mid season? Jesse, don't worry. Like, I'm at Dino's. This is about to be a cool story. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Is he just getting shit faced? Yeah. yeah, and then oh, so Jesse just got knee surgery or menis- surgery on his meniscus two weeks ago. Yeah, oh, or uh, less than two weeks ago. But speaking of potential guests, we got to get Jesse Hampton. Yeah, if you're listening I'm to this, down. I got Karos. Karos wants to be on, or I got Karos. He said he'd he'll be, be on. on. Yeah, but he's he's free, only free on the week. He told, his availability he gave me was Thursday or Friday, like during the day, like between eleven and three. I don't know how your availability is like. Because he's gonna be fucked up. Yeah, because he'd be fucked up on the weekend, duh. Eleven <laughs> yeah. and. Three during the weekdays? Yeah, during thurs- Thursday. Yeah. Thursday? I could do that. You could do that? Uh, but dude, I get out of... No, it's gonna fuck me up. Because yeah, because I, I get... I get yeah, this, this is what I got from Karos. Yeah. He said Friday is open, though. Are you open Friday? All... Does he have... Does that mean... Well, I, 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 I imagine Karos starts drinking at four. Or, no, 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 no. Oh, never mind. Karos is done by four. morning practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, like, what's your yeah? We can we, we can talk later, but anyway, talk about other potential guests. Yeah. I can get Joe Stafford on the podcast. Joe who? Joe, Joe from punching the ball over his head. Oh yeah, bring bring yeah. him in. Yeah, he's got. Well, he. It's <laughs> going. It's go. No, it's it's a go. He's uh yeah. He said he said yeah. He said beyond, but uh. Next week or wait? Wait, after the Tim, 16th. you can't say no. You're not a part of it. I pay rent at this house. <laughs> yeah, in the house. Yeah, well, we're not gonna have it at the house, duh. <laughs> we have to have Tim Barry on too, right? Yeah, Tim. Tim is gonna do it like before I, I his told fight. You, I said yeah. like before. Before I said. Are you matched? Huh? Are you matched? No, I got fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. How'd you get fucked up? 
Uh, Carol's his knee. <laughs> really? I fell on it. Yeah. I took him down. He landed on his back. So his foot and ass. So it's like a fucking perfect triangle. And I impaled myself on his knee. Just whoop. Because it's the end of the round. It's like, get a takedown, get a takedown. Pull his legs out. Buzzer. I go, oh, thank God. I like relax on the way down. And just went burp and popped my rib. Oh, you injured yourself. Uh, tore the cartilage in my ribs. Damn. Sorry. You're like John Jones. You're like standing in your own Ten way. Ten days before my fight? Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of his alleged opponent or his <laughs> opponent, alleged opponent, yeah, yeah, you know his opponent uh, came into the rules meeting. Yeah, came into the rules meeting, but did not show up. They couldn't find him. At some point between that and this fight, yeah. Didn't Wait, so you were at a, a venue and this happened? Well, it was Jay, Jay still fought and Gabe fought, so I went to go watch him fight. Yeah, and so the guy who I was supposed to fight got another opponent. Oh. And then he came to the rules meeting, I guess. And then his other opponent walked out for the fight. And then they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Played his music and he was a no-show. Is... See, uh, that's what I'm going I'm to try to do. I'm going to try to take a fight and then not play <laughs> And then not show up. And just be like, life is absurd and meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> what? To the guy who prepared. Just... I'm like, life is absurd and meaningless. You just send out a guy with a piece of paper. <laughs> Scott, Scott's not here. He told me to read this. Yes. And I'll, I'll, I'll give him a bottle of scotch. He'll be like, "Let's talk about the philosophical concept of absurdity." I love the example. I love the Nexus of this. The messenger just gets punched in the face by the scotch opponent. He's like, "Where's McDonald? Yeah, where, where is, is he? Where is he?" I told Pachola if I get matched with that guy again, he's just gonna stay under his armpit and just stay right. He's like, "Here, the bathroom's like, cool. Me too." <laughs> yeah. Oh, you going to that stall? Me too, man. Yeah. I'll be right here with you. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but now he's matched up for Twice. two fights yeah. in back two consecutive weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. For what? This month? Yeah, no, February. February 9th and February 16th. Yeah. Okay. And there are what promotions? Uh, uh, different, Travis, yeah, it's, it's, one. Are you yeah. just matched for the second or eat both of them for like fail safe? Like if one goes doesn't go through? Wait, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about Tim. We're talking about Tim's guy who didn't oh, show Oh, I up. thought it was Tim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no, I didn't even start training. No, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, you crazy son of a bitch. You just told me you had an injury. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was back yeah. in the gym. See, I didn't tell you no. I was like, you're going to find out. Well, <laughs> 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 it's like the fight with an injury. Yeah. I'm sure you played sports with injuries. I broke my foot fun. in three places, had to tape it up, and I went back in. What's yeah, the worst injury you fought? I took a step and I got flipped. I fought with broken hand, but then... Oh, this is crazy. Maybe I think Matt remembers this. I had this bruise on my right shin, and the, all this blood had like coagulated. I yeah, so they had like a hematoma on your yeah. on your shin. Yeah, and I got a golf ball. Yep, and I could barely walk. And like the week before the fight, Matt just massaged it, and I was crying and sweating because it hurt so bad. And well, then, you got to rub it out. Yeah, it's blood out of there. Yeah, <laughs> but it it didn't help. It was still awful. I get it. It's from my first title fight, and I get in the cage. And beforehand, Steve Skids was like, Scott, just don't throw right kicks. And if you're going to throw one, just do push kicks. And I come out, beginning of the round, what do I do? Right body kick. <laughs> and I just do, I don't feel it because the, in, cause yeah, of the, cause the uh, adrenaline. adrenaline. Yeah. It was awful, dude. And then it really hurt afterwards. Broken hand sucked too. Pro debut fought with a broken hand. Yeah. I broke mine right. boxing uh, Jake. That mad dog. <laughs> I broke mine just being shit faced, and I woke up the next morning. And went, oh no, what happened? <laughs> oh my god! So you don't even remember. And that. then I walked downstairs, and my dad goes, "Hey, you break your hand?" I was like, "What? Who told you?" My girlfriend called, thought it was me, but it was my dad. He goes, "Hey, how's your hand doing?" 
Like, I was going to hide it from my dad, but I'm like, yeah. no, that's what my dad said he'll no longer pay for injuries. Oh, okay. That's the day. Did you learn anything, Tim? I haven't broken anything since. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's not paying for it. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, what? I got to be careful now. That's it, man. But, yeah. Well, speak. Oh, also, I told Pat. Well, I guess. <laughs> I said, Pat. Pat Runez. Mm. Pat, you want to be on the... on the? Oh, I said, Pat, I want you on the podcast. And then Pat did not respond. <laughs> or Pat did... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, he, like, Pat got question mark. And then... <laughs> Come on, Pat. You know you want to. We're going to listen to this one. This yeah. episode's going to be called Message to Pat. Yeah, Message to You're Pat Rudin. the whole shit until Dude, right now. Yeah. You got to get Pat the way you got Carol's. If he's the way that he was at Matt Hume's fucking Christmas party, <laughs> just put some booze out. Pat's going to show up. Pat's going to get it. <laughs> yeah, man. He was just like... <laughs> he had a hilarious story of the get-together. He's like, yeah, man, I was at this... Uh, it's like I was at this bar and this guy was just talking shit to me because I'm the little guy. Yeah. I'm the little guy and, you know, I didn't really know what to say to him so I was like, do you want to do something? <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll, all the responses you could muster. And here's the crazy thing about Pat, he will fuck you up. He will fuck you Division up. Division one wrestler, no. former world champion, survived yeah. the onslaught of Dotson. Yeah. If you're a big guy and you don't know what the fuck you're doing... Oh, man, Pat... That's a problem. Yeah. That's Dude, a lot I, I rolled with him. He's like, you want to roll? And they're like, we're just warming up. He's like, all right, yeah, we can pick it up. I'm like, okay. And again, he did nothing. Like He just kind of just laid there and hung out. I was like, what are you doing? Like, fuck you. Like, I know you're playing something. Yeah. Like, I know I know you're a fucking instructor. Like, don't, yeah. don't sit here and play coy with me. I know you're just... Because I was just real conservative. Yeah, you're smart. Real tight. Just like... I, he's just waiting for something. He's gonna rent you. Yeah, because right when you try to pass, that dude's gonna sweep you, and then he's in mouth, and then it's just not fun. <laughs> well, then, oh wait, he has the triangle now. Yeah. What's happening? I love Pat's responses. You want to do something? <laughs> Out of all the responses, <laughs> really let's keep of that bandwidth. <laughs> oh yeah, man, he needs to go hang out with Jesse right now. Right? I'll see. Jack, there we go. Dude, they, that kicker's an Aussie, man. You know those guys throw down. Oh, yeah, Michael Dixon. Mm. From Australia. Yeah. He's like, oh, I might you never kick a kick yeah. football in your life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fighting around the world. Speaking of which, Joel Ridzak in Australia. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Joel yeah. Yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Think if he kicks Jesse in the leg, Jesse could die. Oh, yeah. Especially in his, like, surgically repaired knee. Like, yeah. <laughs> how, how fresh is he out of surgery? Like, a no, week no, and no, a half. Less than, dude, less than yeah. It has to like. Yeah. So he hasn't been able to train. He said he's back training. He's rolling with his now fiance. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Oh <laughs> he's making her roll with him at his house. Oh my god. god. That's why you call him crazy Jesse because he can't chill. No. <laughs> yeah. Bored. He's bored, and that's why he's trying to get into a fight because he's just bored right now. Well, I mean, Jesse was in combat. Like, the ridiculous. Kind no, of I know. Combat. I mean, yeah. that's what. I mean, I didn't want to go there, Pocholo, but I'm just saying he's. Probably operated from that space for a long time. Yes. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze him. Let's just no, stop. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze him, yeah, but yeah. it's pretty obvious that he's crazy. crazy. He wakes up, worked out, went to Ivan's, rolled at lunch, comes to AMC Works out, then went home and ran 10 miles. I go, what? Like, why? I haven't run 10 miles this year. Actually, 2018. I haven't run 10 miles combined. Yeah. Probably. He's just TTG, bro. He's TTG. That's what the military will do to you. Fuck does that mean? Yeah, trained to go. Oh, trained to go. I was like, TTG is like... All the time. Don't throw letters at me. <laughs> yeah, it's an acronym, Tim. You can handle that. Acronyms. Fucking acronym. Acronyms? You just sat here and analyzing all sorts of shit. You can't do an acronym? Right. No. So, yep. So that's... I mean, that's what's upcoming here for Pancreation Philosophy. We got Karos Foder. Karos, that's Pat Runez. 
Joe Dude, Stafford. Wait, tell I, I like story. how confident you are. Like, we don't know if Pat's gonna. Pat, we know you. We know. Tag him in this episode. No, I'm sending. Say as, up, as, as soon as this is out, I'm sending him this episode. Yeah. Upon Scott's request. Yeah. You wanted me to tag Scott. Him. Do it for Scotty Mac. Yeah. Pat. Oh, just tell him take him to the bar. Yeah. Just drive me. Can we take I'll this take shit the to the bar? To the bar. <laughs> yeah, this this is attached to my computer. I'm yes. sober living. I'll just yeah. take orange juice or some shit. <laughs> So, you're sober living? Yes. Maybe don't, that's on a whole other podcast. Don't fucking say shit like that. It's true. <laughs> no, man. You can, it could be true, but it upsets me, so I don't say things like that. Why? Because I don't drink? Yeah. Why does that upset you? That's we can't be friends. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Tim. Look how, look how devastated he was by that. Bye, Tim. We already uh. voted you out of the whites. Dude, that's like, <laughs> yeah, you're out of my top five. Uh, Dude, so I'm, I'm out of the whites and the yeah. alcoholics. Yeah. Well, well no, look, I am alcoholic. Speak, speaking of competitions, though, we do have, there's the competition for, between Kensei Sato and Vicious Vincent Lee. Oh, Wait, yeah. what competition? Oh, did you Ryan, not, Ryan did you, did you not, Ryan oh, Kim. Ryan Kim Ryan, came Ryan in. Ryan didn't vote. Yeah. Ryan Kim. Yeah. This is a democracy. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Oh, no. Is yeah. it going down one of your guys' shitty little plans? What shitty little plans? I no, the know. poll, the poll was on, Was it was on the group chat. You could have seen it, Scott. Yeah. The who's poll, gonna who's going to get laid first in oh, 2019? God, is it going to be Kensei Sato or Vincent Lee? Or Ryan Kim. Ryan Kim, the write-in vote. Or. Me dying of old age. Yeah. I'm gonna die of old age. Yeah. What? Before they get late. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, wow. Because <laughs> old age is really relative. <laughs> I was like, are you gonna just die right? Like, in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, definitely. Dude, I got a lot of time if it's based on if I die first or they get late. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably got another 20 years. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's been a real dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be if Tim dies of natural causes. <laughs> That be What's natural though? Yeah. Just yeah. Can't take it anymore. <laughs> you just couldn't take it. Can't take it. Just uh, declining. Yeah. Well, this turned from an MMA podcast to a bro podcast. Yeah, to bro. Yeah, you came in here. Yeah. We need a yeah. screen. <laughs> <laughs> just He's bro. hitting me now. We're we're bro and broing for life. Well yeah, Brian Kim the the write in vote. Can yeah. we have Ryan on? Oh no, definitely. We should have Ryan and Jason. Yeah, Ryan. Do you put subtitles on a podcast? No, 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 because Jason can translate for Ryan. See, can, that's yeah. awesome. I'll totally do that. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Jason and Ryan Kim. We're gonna we need you on this yeah, podcast. Put them on the list. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be what a big year. You need to get a Jason just for Ryan, a yeah, Ryan just, Kim, a Karos, and a Pat all together. Oh, all together at the bar. No, that's <laughs> too big. With, with you, at, no post fight. That should be your Everyone podcast. With Tim walking in <laughs> intermittently. <laughs> Everyone just wasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Scott and I there sober living. Sober <laughs> living, that's right. Control is sober living too, right? Oh. He's not sober oh. living, he just doesn't drink. There's a difference. <laughs> You're a quitter. The man never started yet, so he's not a quitter. Yeah. I quit, man. Oh. Glad. Sometimes you gotta know when to quit. You, you know what? Get... I'm going to work right now <laughs> just... so I can come home and get shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because that, that, that's, that's how an adult plans to yeah. get. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Actually, oh. I just got to go check some stairs and then we got two bottles of vodka here, Scott. Let's get you off that dream. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. 2019. Well, yeah, no, 2019, so many, so many exciting things coming up. The Kim and Kim podcast with Jason and Ryan yeah, Kim. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be great. I sit in on that. They're, 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 like a, they're a ready-made podcast or a comedy duo. How did uh, Jake... Where did 
So Jason's from Korea as well, right? Yeah, but he I think he went to high school like here because his, oh, Engli- his English is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and then Ryan's straight from... How long has Ryan lived here? Ryan has lived here, I think, since he was, I don't know, 19. It'd just be interesting yeah. to have the translation and talk to him about the significance of martial arts culture. Yeah, for culturally Korea. for Korea or for being from Korea. Because I know he fucks yeah. around a lot, but I'm sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. depth there. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, to him. Breaking news incoming message from Jesse. Okay, what? Well, of course. He Jesse goes, Hampton. He yeah. goes, stop by, have a drink. So I'm going to have a drink with Jesse. Okay, and, and Dino. They're, they're, just, they're acting like they can't hear me. He goes, right now I'm drawing a diagram on how to kick an on-site kick. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Onside kick yesterday, which is, has about a three oh, percent chance yeah. of of actually working. Mm-hmm. With the new rules, I guarantee you it's zero. So he's suggesting so, so so right the kicker from Seattle. Correct. Well, what happened was uh, Janikowski like was hamstring or something. Yeah, he tore yeah. like a quad or a hammy yeah. kick, the actual kicker. So this guy's the punter, but he has an onside kick, and like I said, a four percent chance it didn't work. So it's not supposed to. But now Jesse's hand Jesse drawing thinks him he a, can do better? No, he's just hand-drawing him a diagram of how to kick it. So this is... A, and the guy's like, can you just get off my lap right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably drinking a Foster's. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, crazy Jesse. Let's see. Oh, I'm going to bring on Ender. We should, I, should, yeah, I should bring on... Good. I should bring... No. should bring on Ender and his dad. Ah. Endo? I was I was Marshall. gonna say I was gonna say Ender yeah. Endo is is he Endo yeah his Endo. yeah his dad's name is Endo I was gonna say Ender and Joe <laughs> yeah I don't like how that would balance Joe Staff maybe Endo and Ender Endo and Ender dang so is this microphone replaced Ender what's that yeah this microphone is replaced Ender damn yeah. no but hey replace him and now whatever he he's a, he's a, he can be a guest now so all right whatever an update from the uh, from Dino's from the, from Dino's. yes yes where is yeah. Dino's. Is it? I think is that a part? Right four hundred five. Right? Is that four hundred five? Yeah. Okay. Actually, hold on. He fucking moved. Yeah. Because oh, isn't he in, like live in Newcastle? I thought. I think Dino's is in. That sounds like in Renton or something. That's okay. I'm going to Renton for work. Okay. Bring bring bring. Side note, Scott. Completely different thing. My boss informed me because I work in Renton and Tuckwill at night mm-hmm. that I can carry a gun if I want. Okay. <laughs> I, I informed him why. I'm just going to shoot myself with yeah. said gun. Yeah. Yeah. As Pocholo, a former cop, said, yeah. "Good. Now you just brought a gun into a fight. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Yeah. yeah. To every fight. Yeah. yeah. Tim will cheddar bob himself. <laughs> That's gonna Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. You guys want to fuck with me? Fuck with me? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we're just sitting here smoking Plus a cigarette. You criminals! Yes. He's like, you criminals! Are like we're just going to fuck. We're just going to hang out. <laughs> right in oh, the day. Oh, well, oh man, when I'm on this podcast, I'll. I guess I am. <laughs> I'll tell you some of the horror stories of just seeing some weird shit down in Tuckwill at night. Maybe we can just like bus stop girls on guys' laps, just going down on them. They one of them put up an umbrella because I, I just went to work. He opened an umbrella to block the bus stop so I couldn't see it. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't clean the bus stop. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, maybe we can just call it a weird podcast with Tim, and we'll ask you. We'll get a n- bunch of no because you know we don't have any podcast. podcasts that are weird. Well, yeah. no. So Carol's and I were joking about writing a book about stupid shit we've done. Mm-hmm. Just bring us on the podcast, get us drunk, we'll tell you. The philosophy is stupid shit. Yeah. Hey, we're both still alive, so whatever. Yeah. Not for long, Tim. No, I'm joking. I wish you well in this new year, my friend. Health, Dude, wealth, and prosperity. Well, 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 he's trying to win. He's trying to win that poll. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. yeah. Tim Dynamo. Tim Tim <laughs> can we put money on this so I can make sure you're going to regular checkups and make sure you're Dude, I, 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 Wait, putting I, money I, on what? On, on, on my fight? Yeah. Oh, apparently alive. Like, I'm not dying. 
Yeah. But how's your soul, too? <laughs> how's your soul? Is this what this podcast has become, too? Oh, man. No, no, no. Don't, We're gonna don't, take we don't chick- have to get existential. Yeah, some right. chicken soup for the fighter's soul. Is this what this soul. podcast can become? Yeah. <laughs> and there's just something. <laughs> yeah, I knew that would get him out of here. <laughs> Inside of this athletic behemoth yeah. is a man who just wants to be hugged. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants a hug. Well, he... he, he that's, that's right. Yep. I, that That's a real big small spoon. And that yeah. was our unexpected guest. Unexpected guest. No, he's always expected. Yeah. L- l- yeah, l- living in his house. But, um, but yeah, ESPN, my yeah, my analysis was off. There's, sports in general can be are violent, so it won't be. But you get what I was trying to describe. It's like tackle, someone golfing, and the sequence of like, whoa, yeah. let's check in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've been doing it. so. It kinda, it's just, yeah. But it's just interesting to me. How that how how, how it's in. becoming more normalized? Yeah, and I'm not sitting here saying it's a good or a, it's, a bad it's, it's thing just in what's terms happening. of ESPN. Yeah, because it's too big of a conversation to talk about violence and yeah. like what's permissible, what's not, what is uh, productive, what is you know. But it should be interesting to see it now with more focus on the platform. Yeah, people love it, man. People love the. I think more. It's less about. Maybe for some it's about the violence, but it's also just about the overcoming, right? That's why people yeah. love a good fight. Yeah, it's about it's about. I think it's yeah, it's like the stories, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fighters themselves. Yeah, the the struggle. Yeah. The struggle. Yeah, but that's <clears throat> but those stories seem to be coming to become less and less, right? It's more about like. Well, no, they they. I feel like the stories are there. I th- I feel like it's not it's not the forefront though. Yeah, a lot of it's manufactured, right? Like yeah. the whole John Jones overcome. But yeah, it's like, well, yeah, John it's Jones overcome himself. Yeah. No, it's no, it's that, that's that's a very it's a very true statement. But um, anyway, how are you, Scott? I'm good. We man. haven't talked. I mean, we talked about fights, but um, mm-hmm. how's the how how are you feeling health wise? Health wise, that's a good question. I'm yeah. good, man. I I plan to get back into the gym this year. It's been a lot of stress, just finding a new job. Getting car situation. Yeah, you're ever you're ever evolving car scenario. A vehicle yeah. to operate properly. Yeah. You're like you're like Charlie Brown, and owning a car is is the football for yep, you. Yep, every time. Fun. Yeah, not it's not owning a car. It's like owning a car that works. That works. That's oh, right. You, works. you you oh, no, it yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's not the car. And part of it is me yeah. just not maintaining it, and the other part is just buying clunker after clunker when yeah. you're in a certain. Economic space is just what it is, but I don't stress about it as much. My new job's pretty gnarly. Maybe that's another podcast. Obviously, I can't share too much, but it's uh, I'm a paraeducator at a middle school, and I work with kids with uh, autism, ADHD, anxiety, and sometimes all of it combined, ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, and Mm -hmm. some kids don't have really good home life, some do, and it's just tons of... uh, Stories, <laughs> stories that are funny, but then when you think about it, it's just it's rough, man. Because you know, you really hope these kids can um, adjust and, and do something meaningful in society. But in in most cases, they, they're on a long road of just struggle. And the, there, but the cool thing is, there are exceptional cases. So mm-hmm. you don't give up on an eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old. You just hope that what you're teaching them in terms of habits and mindfulness and you know uh, 
harmony, trying to teach them to be mm. in harmony with their environment. You hope that pays off, but well, but I think that's just how that's just how life works. I feel like that's then it becomes because if everything was a success story, then it wouldn't it wouldn't be that remarkable. Like from there, right? And and you think when you think about the con- when you isolate the conditions, and and you look at how difficult it is for these kids to get along. And mainly what we're talking about is social functioning. Yes. We're not talking about... Some kids are impaired with like ADHD where they can't do a task for mm-hmm. any longer than like 10 minutes. And it's like, it's like, damn, you're really going to have a hard time. Um, and that's in any place because things take focus to get done. Mm-hmm. So but when you look at them, it's like, yeah, it's, it's rough, dude. It's rough. It's, it seems like in some cases... The odds are stacked against them. But the cool thing about the job, though, is is when these kids do anything in the positive direction, you're just so excited. Like, little shit. It's like, oh, he wanted to go to class today. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. You're just like, yeah. yeah. No, but the, the, the little stuff is made more significant because of the circumstances exactly. that, that, that they're in. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, and th- that honestly doesn't take... I mean, that takes a lot of my day, but it's not what's con- what is on the forefront of my mind. Law school. Mm-hmm. Filling out those applications, you know. I'm really wanting to get back involved in fighting the, or sorry <laughs> martial arts in, in, in fighting I was like fighting the law yeah no, yeah, like, yeah in, in martial arts okay yeah man because I think you asked about health I think that's uh, probably the missing portion mm-hmm. of my uh, just lifestyle right now because you know man you know me I do high octane shit bro I'm Yes, I seem to always be in the trenches. Fast and furious. In that's the, the way. Trenches. That's the way Scott I'm likes to Why did you do this job, man? It's like you know why? Because not everyone can fucking do it. That's why Intense. I do shit. Yeah, this job was too easy. That's why I set myself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way Scott lives Sir, his life. Man, this motherfucker. Oh, what you want a headset? Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, yeah, there's yeah. When when I think about you, you Scott, you think about there's this uh meme from the office what Steve Carell mm-hmm. his character goes I'm gonna make this difficult I'm gonna make this way more difficult than, than it needs to be <laughs> and, that might be yeah. true yeah. that might be true but I think that's the thing you, you're you just a person you you thrive in that in that difficult environment the challenge yeah that, but that, that's what allures you about it it does yeah the difficult concepts yeah. Different things that don't have easy answers things yeah. that take a lot of work yeah but yeah man it is high octane stuff yeah well, dude, it's because you just be sitting there sometimes and, like, kid will just get into a... Kid gets into a disagreement with you and here comes the chair. It's flying now. Oh, no. I told one kid. Yeah. Because he was just so hard on himself. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm just not good at anything. Da-da-da. And he's one of the kids who he'll throw things sometimes when he's frustrated. I said... Because, mm-hmm. first of all, that's not true. It's yeah. just not true. He just has struggles. Yeah. With, the, the, with time, hopefully... He'll get it, and he's good with reading comprehension. If a subject interests him, he'll tell you all about it. So it's yeah. not, it's just an issue of like task completion and doing the things you don't want to do. But this is what I told him. He's like, I don't understand it. Things, he's like, I'm just not good at anything. And I tried to make him laugh. I was like, You do have a firm understanding of the laws of gravity because he throws stuff. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, You understand that if this goes in the air, it's yeah. going to hit the ground, it's going to nice. make an impact. I wonder if he's gonna... picking up what you're, what you're throwing. And he just looked at me and he was like, it's just things like that, dude. Yeah, you gotta. For me, my philosophy's always been, you know, put yourself um, 
put yourself in other people's shoes and get close yeah. to it. Yeah, get well, the power to... power perspective is really key. Power perspective yeah. and power proximity. Yeah. Get close to it. Don't just sit here and theorize about it and, mm-hmm. you know, get close to it and see and, and see for yourself. Mm-hmm. And be amongst people that are yeah. caught in that. And obviously, you got to yeah. take care of yourself. You don't always be around the struggle, but that's how you effectuate change, man. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm chilling, bro. How about you? Doing well. Just, uh... Yeah, just training, fighting, you trying fight? to get this podcast. No, no, I have, I don't have a fight yet, but uh, just been, yeah, just been trying to, just trying to get ready for one. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, I mean, we've all got got a lot of things to work on, like so. Yeah, yeah man. Enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Any news on anybody else, like James or those guys? Or? No, nothing, nothing for James. Because uh, the I know the next axe card is March twenty third, and DJ's fighting in uh in one like March thirtieth or something. Oh, he is. Yeah. So against who? Do they know yet? Uh, some Japanese guy. Because it's in Tokyo. Slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a slaughter. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, nothing yet. No, nothing from anyone yet. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully something. So is DJ be. back in camp, or is he in camp right now? Not, not, not yet. But he's he was sparring yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. How's he looking? Still just yeah, good. Savage. Yeah, savage. <laughs> He's like, oh, who's in the gym right now? Uh, Matt was there yesterday. Matt. Ja- yeah, James was there. Vicious Vincent, Ender was there. Ender sparring. sparring. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then Killer Kensei. Uh, Dude, Ryan says he can beat me up now. Yeah, right, right, Ryan was there. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Yeah, I that's, can a, beat you. that's the first thing he said when he yeah. saw you. Oh, I beat you now. Yeah. Like, oh. oh man, but see, yeah, that's right, Ryan, and that's why we want you on this podcast. Yeah. Your story yeah. needs to be known. Yeah, yeah, I just like uh, the dynamic too between him and uh, between him and Jason. But yeah, he's like Ryan's very up there. Meanwhile, he's like, qu- yeah, Jason's yeah. quiet, yeah. reserved. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, dude, I was I don't know if we could I should ask about this on the podcast because <laughs> it's like pub, made public made public, but yeah, I'll ask, I'll ask you. After yeah, ask me afterwards. Okay, <laughs> just just text it to me. Yeah, it's <laughs> too. Now you like, yeah, I don't know about bleep bleep. I don't know. Uh, okay, and then yeah, but no, feeling good. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw a bunch of movies like during the break. Did you see uh, Spider Man Spider Verse? No. Oh it man, good? dude, you should. Man, I, I watched it like, oh, Scott would love this. Really? Yeah, man, it's really good. I really enjoyed good it. Good message. Yeah, good message and just good, uh, good concept. Like, see, dude, and yeah. I love Spider Man too. Yeah, That's I know you really enjoy Spider Man. Well, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It was it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. But I mean. I, wa- I like superheroes and power comic books. Like anyway, but Spider Man's always a oh, interesting superhero. Like for sure. What I did yeah. see. What did you, what did you see? Ago is, yeah. uh, sorry to bother you. Oh, I, oh, I saw that. Yeah, Ooh. I saw that theaters. We could talk about that. Well, okay. I yeah. no. So when I, when I, I remember I saw that movie during the summertime, I'm like Scott. Scott needs to see this movie. But, well, yeah. yeah, it's um, it's like an absurdist. Realist. It's it's both absurd and still very. Accurate. Like accurate, yeah. Well, that what so you have like you know the main character's cash is green and he's in the beginning of the film he's just he's in a, a very common position that a lot of people occupy in the lower middle income bracket middle lower middle class you know yes. his lives with his uncle his uncle's a homeowner who's barely keeping up with the rent yeah. Yeah, just just that, that just that scene when you discover that it's like cash when are you gonna get your own place <laughs> no no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so that's going on, and it's just like 
he is locked into the the wage mm-hmm. struggle mm-hmm. struggle for wages and mm-hmm. so he uh <laughs> there's so many good parts no it's like it, but it the was... overall view of it is a, it is really deeply rooted in, in class struggle and that capital and big business we we see in our society there's no limits mm-hmm. to what they will go to to turn a profit this whole idea of like mm-hmm. socially conscious business organizations I struggle to find a model that exists like that. It's they, almost they, they it's just say myth. that to get it's an advertisement. It's an ideological yeah. argument, not mm-hmm. really rooted in mm-hmm. what happens for working class people. It's a vegetarian line. And so, you know what's really interesting is mm-hmm. Cash is green when he encounters Danny Glover's character. Yes, and he's like, "Look, young blood, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna you, show you how to yeah. make this money." Yeah, and how does he end up completing the calls? He ends up having to change. The, his voice, mm-hmm. the structure of his voice, the cadence of his voice to sound white, which is a, brings to life an interesting quote from Malcolm X, who says that racism and capitalism are interlocked, right? One, I don't know if you can say one can't exist without the other, but they certainly exist together, mm-hmm. and they had existed. You know, the most brutal form of capitalism was enslavement in the southern states and on plantation life and how that labor was constructed which was completely uncompensated as we know Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to see him go from this working class existence like um becoming the whole prospect of becoming a power caller Yes. As opposed to power color. I was like, it's like they don't wash your balls. Remember when he gets in the elevator? Yeah. I hope you didn't masturbate today because you need to be focused. And she's just jogging him. Yeah. In the, in, yeah. So there's this whole. Um, I, I, I just like how that metaphor is of uh, he's taking the elevator to the top to floor, the top where the power colors are. And what do they do? Because yeah. they all come into class conscious and they yeah. consciousness and they realize like, okay, we're getting screwed. We're, we have this direct action. We're hanging up the phones, and then they pull him into the side room and they're like, "Look, you, you're a power caller." And as he does go up the elevator, he then learns, and you. you th- and that's what is interesting about it. he then learns what he's actually selling which is yes. making big business deals weapons deals like all sorts of things that run counter to like where he had been at before yeah and it's funny too like just the proximity of like like you were saying like the proximity of where the class struggle is there it's that, 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 that I found oh this this is really well done like from there it is yeah. and, and even their, their driver and you know he's he's happier in the beater car with his girlfriend who's a starving artist and yeah. things are more real yeah it's the real it is the real but I'm, not that but not that what they're exposing him to isn't real that's how those big power circles operate yes it is real but I it's like if I remember correctly, but yeah, that scene when he's alone in his like now now nice apartment when he starts to realize like what he actually has, I think I think that's a pretty powerful scene. And remember when he, he gets into it with his friend? Because yeah. remember if you remember early yeah. on in the scene, yeah, in the or of the in, film, in the film, yeah, he's in the car and he's talking. He's talking about like, well, you know, we, yeah, he's like, man, I just aren't you guys sick of living like this? And yeah, he, and then the his friend immediately responds, well, it's not really like that. And that's when you talk about class and you talk about struggle mm-hmm. to live in our society capitalist society people have a wide variety of responses some people use the survivor bias where it's like well look who has made it yeah and so they use those cases to justify the way things operate the way it's that called survivor bias okay but you leave out all the people who aren't making it yeah 
in in your analysis and that that's what's interesting is a lot of people go there and the film tackled that and mm-hmm. then of course this is all spoiler we should put spoiler oh yeah alert. spoiler alert if you will also we'll put that in the notes yeah we'll put that in the notes don't watch don't listen to this yeah but what's but fascinating no. to me is it's like when you when he's taken into the upper echelons and he's uh, rewarded for his talent which a lot of, there's talented people in our society who climb yeah. the ladder we, you know. yeah and then he gets to the fucking party. The party. Like, the party is hysterical. Freestyle. Yeah, he's no, like, like, I was gonna say. I was like, like, I was like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. And then for yeah. me, that challenged my yeah. consumption of hip hop as a yeah. uh, as media. And, and yeah, like, no, but but it's it's a very like I no, I know I know what the scene you talk about, but it's like oh, it's almost that is what. It's an extreme parody. I'll give you an example of, of what the, referring yeah. to DJ yeah. when we were yeah. at Matt's party. Yeah, he called me out on something I had previously said, and he was fair. He's because I told him okay, like what XX, uh, not XX, uh, uh, Triple Extension or Takeshi Six Nine. Because you wanted to beat him up in a previous podcast. As, as no, you I said, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I told because I, I watched his videos. Yeah, this was before all the um, embezzlement stuff and the charges that he now faces which I'm not that familiar but okay we can look it up later yeah, I mean yeah. I just know that he's facing a lot of but he's facing like criminal charges okay. I told DJ I said cause this guy had brought together a whole bunch of people in New York and okay. I was like okay maybe this is a business venture maybe he's gonna change a lot of people's conditions and I was like you know DJ I think he's good for the community and he heard he remembered my words cause I did say that and then yeah. all this shit happened and yeah. he was just like oh yeah Scott how good say he's good for the community <laughs> <laughs> and so it, yeah. it, just like the film did, like, yeah. it challenges my idea of like, okay, by listening to certain forms of hip hop and art, am I just then by my consumption, consumption, am I saying it's valid? Because if I look at what he was doing, mm-hmm. I just thought it could have turned out one or two ways. Maybe he could have been a good thing, but it turned out like it always does that he, yeah. in most cases, that he, he wasn't. And so, yeah, when. Cassius Green says that over and over again. Yeah. And you really think about it, you're like, well, it's whatever... It's how people want to portray that community mm-hmm. in terms of the the harder aspects of, it, of inner city life, which mm. is, is complex, but also carry with it certain yeah. modes of being, which mm-hmm. is sometimes drugs, yeah. guns. I and mean, I grew up around people who are locked into that too. But it's, it's interesting, man, because... It's like, is that all they want to... Is that the only way you want to view a particular person? And so it, it was really existential yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I know I got really deep there. I yeah. want to rein it in, but that's what it made me think about. Yeah. Is it's like, why would I say that they're good for the community when there's... And I guess I just... I sympathize with the fact like people are products of their environment in most cases. Mm-hmm. And so is, was Takashi only doing what he knew? But I think he acted like an ass and put himself on blast he made a choice to be all out there in the spotlight and then mm-hmm. act like a fool and he'll he's suffering those consequences so mm-hmm. anyway yeah but that's the thing i mean you can't you can't be held like fully responsible for everything that a person does just because you supported something like, yeah no that, no i'm not yeah, saying yeah. yeah i'm not saying like oh i buy a cd i'm responsible yeah. for responsible. His <laughs> you get it you did part, it but yeah. there's a part of me that's like and some people go separate the art from the artist. I'm like, well, but can you really though separate the art from the artist? Because if anything, the art that an artist produces is a 
extension of themselves. Mm-hmm. So, dude, and yeah, fuck. And now we'll get here back to sorry to bother. Back to sorry to bother. But no, but back to that. It's what's it's the name funny. of the company? Worry free. Yeah, worry free. <laughs> and then it's crazy because they are very similar to a giant company a giant corporation near us amazon (laughs) (laughs) oh no well i mean the uk recently published a study about the horrible conditions of the amazon warehouses yes like people passing out in the i guess in the some locations of the they're called what are they called like amazon uh, like fulfillment things yeah like fulfillment centers fulfillments yeah at the Amazon fulfillment centers in the UK, there was an extreme amount of 911 calls. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the labor conditions there, and you're just like, Jesus. Well, worry free is really similar to that um, in terms of just raw exploitation. Yes. Another, yeah, and another thing that's crazy, dude, because I'm remembering it now. Remember the scene when Cassius Green goes to his girls, like, he meets her at her art studio? Oh, the art, yeah. And he's just like, he can barely move. She's talking to him. He can't listen. Yeah. He's just like fatigued. He's very out of it. Yeah. And it, and the thing is, is that's the, the capitalist logic there is, rings true. It's like work yourself to utter exhaustion. Either you're going to do that in in terms of your aims and pursuits or someone else is going to work you to that point. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's still acceptable. We don't really question the labor. We don't question the work. Our worship of work and the mm-hmm. work mentality. So I thought that was just a great scene too. And nah, then again, there's the fucking horse. Yeah. Well, what? What did horse. you think, bro? I'm talking. So what did you yeah. think about it? Oh, no. I think it was... And what did you think about the horse thing too? Oh, the, the horse thing? I think it's... Uh... What were they called? The hectares? They're called hec- Hex, hectares yeah. or yes, hectares. Yeah, because be, uh, horses like. But uh, uh, anyway, like what I think it's a. Uh, while absurd the idea, but it's very true. Almost like the dehumanization of the workforce, like from oh. from there. And then back to the the rap scene. I feel like oh, that's just it's almost like a, a microcosm for how people appreciate music because he gets a standing ovation after he and does he the freestyle. Yeah, they're like oh, what? oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, yeah, but it's just like the the crazy CEO of the company. Oh man, let me let me let me tell you something. Like from there, just like oh man, look, it's all. While ridiculous, it's like yeah, I see. It's you, you can. It's magical realism. Yeah. So what it is exactly. is it's a, it's taking the fan like. Uh, it's absurd, like realism from there. Absurd yeah. realism. It's taking yeah. things that are like fantasy, yeah. and then inserting them in the everyday. Yeah, because you you can see the parallel. You can. I mean, you can see the parallels. Or you have to be blind not to see the parallels of how that connects to like the world that we live in, like mm-hmm. you know just the. Uh, the power caller and then the the protesting and that and then uh well speaking of his girlfriend's art show like like remember the art show of like what people would like insult her and then throw stuff like at at, her body yeah bullets at her yeah no she had blood on there and blood on her and then just throw and so this i guess this is what i i get at and this is you know me i can be out there okay there's a part in sorry to bother you that reminds me of MMA oh, okay. and Which how it's part? consumed. Okay. So remember when he 
he gets on that show and like they throw shit. He's just covering yes. shit. Or, yes. Like, it's like something. It, yeah, it, it, it was kind of like, you know, it was and like a messed up version of Ninja War. Oh, yeah, they just beat him up. They just, yeah. they have someone on there and they're just yeah. whooping his ass and it's yeah. all centered around like humiliation. Yeah, yeah. And for me, MMA is about so much, but it's interesting in terms of how it's become. At the end of the day, it's a blood sport. Yeah. Not just, the, but it's like the humiliation aspect. Yeah. Oh man, that guy got knocked out. Oh man, that guy got his ass whooped. Or oh, this shit happened. It's the whole mm-hmm. aspect of humiliation, mm-hmm. which is can be a it's a commodity in media form too. So when I everything is, but I remember when I was watching that, and I was like, damn, that just no. And it was like I forget what it was called, but it was just like about people getting their ass whooped. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know I, what I'm talking. I, about? Yeah, I know. I remember that scene. I thought of I, that's funny you said it because I thought of MMA as like, oh, this is just like this. This is what normal yeah. people think what MMA is. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to bother you. Yeah. Ass whipping. See, uh, game show. What was that game show called? I got the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, what was that called? Oh, yeah. I yeah. got the shit yeah. kicked out of me. Oh, because he did that to spread the video. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I gotta go make a fool yeah. out of myself. Yeah. Equestrians. Equestrians? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, worry free stock reaches an all time high. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, those are. It's always been a question: is is there better ways to reorganize society? Is there more humane ways? And you know, this film really talks about just our you know they call it the capitalist modernity and yeah. There's all sorts of side tangents I can go on that would relate to this, but it, it it's like there's a book by this. Uh, author mark fisher who's a he's a theorist and a, okay uh, do you remember what the book title was right. it's called capitalist realism capitalist realism okay and the opening quote of the book is um it's easier to imagine the end of the world than it is to imagine the end of capitalism mm. and it's interesting because that sorry to bother you film is really wrapped in like just i think it's it's not it's a it's a not a complete reimagining of like the day-to-day well, no, it, it is. It's like the day to day and like hyper realism. It's like, well, yeah, the monotony, like yeah. how how we feel at our jobs, mm-hmm. the m- interactions that go on there. But it does give us like a, I think a better observation of how things could be better because we have to use our imagination for that. Yeah. You don't want to stunt your imagination. You want to think how can working be better? Yeah. How can yeah you want to expand be better? It. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, that's what was interesting to me about that film is I don't I don't know if it I think there was a solution at the end it's like they protested the company was exposed and then he went back to his just his everyday yeah right? yeah but it showed that you know the revolution at times or protesting and all those things that aren't they aren't necessary and things like that are going down yeah man <laughs> Equestrians. Equestrians. Yeah. That was the scariest fucking part. It was like when yeah, he when, when, when he goes to the bathroom, like what what the hell is about to go? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, just the whole setting of it. I was like, what? And then I remember thinking, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? When we, me and my girlfriend, left the theater. People were a lot of people were like, "What did we just?" Watch? <laughs> no, I remember. No yeah, I was like, "What?" Like the whole yeah. film, though, they were like, yeah. "What did we just watch?" Yeah, yeah. 
No, I I I distinctly I remember I watched that in the summertime, and then I, I think I watched like mid afternoon or something. And I, when I walked out, it was like still sunny. I'm like, what is this world? <laughs> what, what is this world I'm living in? Right. Yeah, well, Boots Riley, man, yeah. he's, he's a activist. He's a part of a, a rap group. Oh, okay. And what are they called? I, I, called... I can pull it up. Let's see, Boots Boots Riley. Stay. Uh, see, he. Lead vocalist of the coup, the coup and Street Sweeper Social Club. Yeah, yeah, he has some really interesting songs with the coup. Like one of the songs is called "We Are Taking These," and it's about like taking uh, materials and wealth from millionaires and distributing it to the hood. Like Robin Hood kind <laughs> of no, stuff. No, exactly. Yeah. It's like we are taking these, if you please. And the video just is like talk about Robin the Rockefellers. It was so controversial at the time that they. <laughs> didn't want to play it on MTV. On MTV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that when could... MTV played music, that's how old it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in the day, man. But no, it was a great film. I enjoyed it. I'm trying to think of any other ones I watched recently. None that are coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw A Star is Born. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's with, really uh, with uh, Lady Gaga and uh, I forget, Riley Cooper. Yeah, I heard I heard, I heard, Riley I heard Cooper it sings in it. It's I him. Didn't, I didn't know Riley... Oh, really? I didn't know Riley Cooper could sing. <laughs> Riley Cooper can could sing, sing. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. great. Shit's deep. It's mm-hmm. about... You know, he was an alcoholic. Like, oh, okay. We can joke on Oh, so, so... Yep, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. And, and how, how did that, like, connect with you or from there? Because, like, you know, I've struggled in the same sort of way. Don't know if I want to talk about it all on the podcast, but mm-hmm. it's a struggle. So, like, it's revealed in that oh. film. I didn't... You know, there's a scene that breaks your fucking heart because he gets shit-faced and, like, pisses himself mm-hmm. at her award ceremony. Uh. And then he goes and, like, he gets him to rehab and it shows him walking into an AA meeting and... Yeah, I that's when I... Dude, that's the part that got me. That made me just fucking... Yeah, that's the part that made me cry because I just... I, ugh, you feel it. The humiliation mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. the... I'm fucking up again. You know, that's the cycle of that addicted person. It's like doing that which you really don't want to do, but you're powerless over doing it, and then you just continue and continue. And continue. Into like cycles. The cycle and there's levels to it. Some people just yeah. embrace that. Like, well, you know, I'm going to just get tanked, and that's I'm not going to deal with the shit that's going on in my world. Yeah, and they're almost like imprisoned in their own lifestyle and their mind from there. Exactly, yeah. and I, you know, I can't... Addiction is an interesting thing to explore. I don't totally understand it myself, but yeah, no, it was, it was a it was a great film, and that's the the reality of that story is that for some of us, it just if you don't get the help, it's too much to bear. People don't survive mm. addiction; it consumes okay. them. You know, not to get bleak there. It's not, real, not, though. It's, it's real. real shit. No, it's, it's true. Real, real, no, real. no, that's real. Like, but but and and that and that's you know that's what happens. It's a it. It really, it really is a mental, a mental thing. Like it's not just. I mean, yeah, the body depends on it, but then it's, it's the mind that ends up getting. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, dude, there's this study too. I mean, back on the societal tip, mm-hmm. that uh, I think Dr. Carl Hart did it, where they took a couple rats and then they got them addicted to cocaine essentially yes and they kept them in this particular environment it's called the john jones experiment but we continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bro but yeah. i mean we can talk I, yeah i feel him on that tip it's hard it's hard mm-hmm. he has that in him as well no because he has that wild side or that that, that need to yeah, yeah that addiction and yeah. so 
so did Jordan. Yeah. But what ends up hap- what happens in the stu- or what they realize in the study is like so they kept the rats in the same environment, a feeder of cocaine. They just kept using it, and what they did is they and these rats essentially were in isolation, so there wasn't a big population. There was only a few. Okay. Um, what? Or no? Yeah, and what they did is and I'm probably fucking it up, but <laughs> they took that rat those rats and put them in a community of a bunch of other rats yeah. and then they kept the cocaine there okay, or they so transitioned the cocaine in the feeder to the new environment okay. and the rats because they were around so many other rats and there was this community they sometimes would go and use it but not as much as they had been when they were in isolation, they were, in isolation they were using yeah. it over and over and mm-hmm. over and over and I'm sure if you look it up you can look up the study and you'll probably be like oh Scott you missed this part but that's the crux of it the it's crux like, of it to cat. addiction does have a social basis too it's not just personal it's like mm. how are we moving through society what are we being offered in our collective existence is and also it's like do you feel comfortable expressing what you're going through with people because you fucking need to do that that vulnerability right like, yeah you just sit here and you're like oh it's just me and my problems it's like chances are first of all you're not special no yeah. that's what i realize i'm not special the struggles i have other people have yeah. had and will continue to have as long as we exist so. yeah uh, a quote that I always think of is uh, a friend of mine told me that the if you think about the more personal you think a problem is, the more universal the issue actually is. Like yeah. from there, and I think and I think and and that's very true. Like from there, because uh, people, it just shows that if you isolate yourself, you end up like I said, you imprison yourself in your own mind and your own thoughts. Like from there, a lot yeah. of people in uh, recovery, they're like. I don't have a drinking problem. I have a thinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like it's their thoughts that mm-hmm. end up that they end up. Uh, what's like deteriorating their livelihood? Like from there. So, yeah, and what I'm yeah. realizing, man, is for me, I need to grasp an entire new way of being, existing, and relating to people, so that I can get beyond mm. that which gets in my way, which is my thoughts, my thinking, like you know. Well, I think it. I think it leads to you realizing that you are more than just your thoughts, and I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or an, another thing I recall was that I believe it was like Eckhart Tolle or something talked about in terms of mindfulness, like mm-hmm. realizing that thoughts inevitably will just happen. Like it's not yeah. just. It's not that's not you. That's just that's how your mind works. Thoughts are just happen to have you know will occur with spontaneity in your mm-hmm. head and that doesn't mean that necessarily is you it's it may be a part of you but it's not necessarily you like from there exactly because right? it's the whole thing of like the buddhists say like and i think this is trying to premise on trying to avoid your issue it's like wherever you go there you are yes and, so, but, and then that, that's a good point about the, about the issues it's mm-hmm. like understanding that yeah that you you're that a lot of people can look at that oh well that means that you you yourself are the issue but then you yourself are also the problem solver like exactly yeah. and it's like it's the, that's why even when you're close with people who may be struggling with the same stuff it's like they can only guide you exactly you yourself you have to, is what's gonna get, ultimately, get you out of there it's on you yeah. it's on you to take that responsibility yeah. and, and, and do the real hard work it's like yeah. You know, I think about this all the time and the journey I'm on right now. And I'm like, a lot of people go their whole life and they don't really look at, one, how their behavior impacts other people. Mm-hmm. Like how they influence other people, like what their actual... What, yeah. Just ha- what you yeah. do has yeah. an impact. That's Our, the power of yeah. human relations. It has an impact on everybody. On everybody Whether that Whether positive or yeah. negative. Yeah. And I'm not a 
fan of the uh, whole binary of positive and negative thinking. I think sometimes thoughts can exist like in between. Like, yeah, they, it doesn't. You want to be critical, but also yeah. you want to be optimistic. That's my balance. Okay. I can like it's pessimism of the intellect, the optimism of the will. Antonio mm. Brown, she quote right there. Okay. Look him up. But he. Uh, but anyway, that's where I'm trying to strike the balance you know try to strike the balance somewhere there and I, I realize more and more like yeah my fucking behavior I'm responsible for it <laughs> no but I think accountability it. is a big thing like in realizing mm-hmm. I feel you take by being I, lo- I look at that too like by being accountable or holding yourself accountable you end up taking you take that power mm-hmm. like from there because I feel that the people who feel they are most powerless Mm-hmm. Are the ones who think that stuff is out of their control or that they can't do anything to change it. Well, in reality, they are way more powerful than they think they are. Well, dude, and I used the yeah. analogy today. Yeah. Like, we were talking, you know, me and some friends were talking about yeah. how sober living, like, works. And so mm-hmm. it's like, well, the you want to do acts of service. Mm-hmm. You want to always be of service to another person that struggles or mm-hmm. doing something where you're out of your head. You're just being, mm-hmm. you're there for people, mm-hmm. right? And obviously you want to have good boundaries around that, but acts of service uh, rule supreme and like people know I'm a fighter. So they, yeah. when they meet me, they see my ears and they usually draw metaphors based around fighting and they're like, yeah. well, you did martial arts. How'd you get good at martial arts? Because yeah. the same effort you're putting, that you put into martial arts, you can put into this. Yeah, you can, and it's interesting because this was the analogy I said. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, there's no grand master out there who just trained by himself and is able to compete in MMA." Yeah, like, you would need other people. Yeah, that's how you get good. Is through it's your effort, but it's also other people. Mm-hmm. You can't just exist out there by yourself doing all these katas and techniques yeah. and expect it to be effective. Yeah. yeah, you need to train, rehearse, drill with another human. Yeah. <laughs> No, exactly, and I think that other that interaction is what compounds that effort, mm-hmm. like from there. But yeah, but back back on the task of like helping people, and I feel like that's, you know, while is a is a very important task, but I feel it can sometimes people can can get uh, I guess discouraged by like trying to help people, and they get uh, when they feel like the people can't or when people don't get better. But I think. At the end of the day, like you mentioned, a great thing like you can only guide somebody, right? To help, like it's up to them to help themselves, exactly. and I think, and I think that's how you gotta look at it. Mm-hmm. Like from there, is that you can only, you can really only do so much to help somebody. Like at the end of the day, that individual is ultimately the biggest helper or the biggest detractor mm-hmm. in, ter- in terms of their own life. Yeah, and you yeah. don't exactly yeah. what you don't want to do is diminish. You don't want to let frustration diminish the practice of helping. Exactly. Like just because that's not that doesn't mean that doesn't say anything about you, and that doesn't mean that you should stop helping people. It doesn't necessarily even mean you should stop helping that person in general. Right. But like you should stop. I think it's taking the focus away that mm-hmm. that you shouldn't look at. I guess the goal or something or the goal of them getting better. Mm-hmm. I think it should just be like the effort. Like you're putting in effort, and it, that's just. Uh, I mean, if that. If that effort doesn't necessarily go, you know, the way that you want it to, that's not that's not a loss. No, not like at from all. There. Right, because yeah. you, you can't look at it into really in terms of being a gain or a loss. Yes, because it's that binary nature of positive negative. Yeah, you're just yeah. like it just is, and here I am. It is, and, and yeah. then 
knowing your limits is part is the key, right? Mm-hmm. Let's check something real quick. Sorry, bro. Nope, no problem. Boots Riley. Yeah, bro. Page twelve gauge. We are taking the. Dude, you should play it. Just play, <laughs> play, play the song. Play the song. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I must look oh. up the lyrics real quick. Looking up the lyrics of let's we see that was by these. the cool. We are taking these. I'll read the list. Well, it's just looking at the this discography or like the coup's discography. Kill my landlord. Gen- <laughs> Genocide and juice. Dude. Steal this album. Party music. Pick a beggar weapon. Oh, his last one was a uh, sorry to bother you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it's coup. based on like 2012. Yeah. It's based on his work work in a call center. On his work in a call center. Mm-hmm. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also looking at him, he does look like a, yeah, Cash, like the, the character of Cash's Dream. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, that is funny. <laughs> or. Dang, yeah. Some heavy stuff. Well, I'm just, he says, I don't know which, who this is, but he says, knock, knock, motherfucker, let me in. I just want to kick it in your big ass den. <laughs> if you don't like it, take two to the chin. Oh, damn. And show me to the kitchen because my kids is getting dizzy. I don't have to talk shit about packing a gat. In fact, you could get bucked by any other motherfucker where I live at. Dang. Hear that money here is crystal clear, punk. Fuck that fiscal year, Chuck. <laughs> Meet the pistol grip pump. Pistol grip pump. Meet Ro- Ro- Mr. Rockefeller. We finna take him out. Do him like old Yeller. It's Ooh. been too damn long. His profits ain't been mutual. That's why today it won't be business as usual. Oh, damn. Dang. Damn. MTV was like, oh, that's your lyrics? Uh, well, we can't put you on a corporate... No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um, aggressive. <laughs> like, a little bit. A little aggressive yeah. towards some people <laughs> that may have some influence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit's wild. All right. Well, I guess we can call we can call a dude, show. I, guess we're I think. Good, dude. Yeah. I think it's it's been good. Looking forward to a good 2019 That's with good you, show. our listeners. Right. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. He's Let's not back. It. He's always been here in our hearts. Flying some yeah. guests to talk about yeah. some MMA. That's right, guests. Caro's folder. Pat Runes. Pat Runes. Pat. 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 Pat we're, we're sending you. <laughs> like, I mean, this is like an hour forty-one in, Pat. But is it hour, be, is yeah, hour we spent an hour forty-one minutes. Damn. Yeah, right, right there. But yeah, thank you, whoever's listening. Thanks for listening all the How way. Do, what's the average time we have on these? I I want to say about an hour and a half. Well, it used to be it used to be our cutoff because Ender would just not charge his thing, <laughs> and it would only go with like an hour and like twenty minutes, if I remember. But were the other most recent ones were they like an hour? And most a half? recent ones were about yeah, roughly about an hour and a half, cool. maybe like a two two well, hours. Yeah. 
But yeah, can't wait this, to do the next one, man. Thanks for yeah. calling me, and we're back to it. Yep. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, listeners. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Be safe on your journeys. Exactly. Join our Patreon. www.patreon.com. Not yet, but you could be the first. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. You. That's right. Please you. Donate. Yeah. You. We're you right to, there. www.patreon.com/slash pancration. All right. Bye, everybody.